Hello, everybody. This is episode 16 of the Next Generation of Superstars podcast. We are very grateful and fortunate to have Tyrese Woods with us here today. He's originally from Detroit, Michigan, plays defensive tackle at Central Michigan University. Thank you for being on the show. Oh, no problem. It's a pleasure to be on it today. Absolutely, man. Uh, when did your passion for the game of football really start? Was it when you were young? And can you kind of give our audience a little bit uh, more background on how you started your journey? Uh, it kind of started when I was young. Like, uh, originally, the first, like, well, the second, like, contact sport that I ever started playing was uh, basketball outside of baseball. And it was like uh, I was kind of too physical in the basketball court. And uh, my basketball coaches uh, were actually football coaches also and just, like, invited me to come out and try, try out for the team or whatever. And I was, like, pretty good at it. That's awesome. That's awesome. And w- with those coaches in mind, um, were any, was there any specific coaches or mentors that really helped you kind of sharpen your craft as you really started to take uh, your career more seriously getting into the sport? Uh, as I started, like, taking it more serious, uh, coaches like uh, Dedrick Griffin, my 14U head coach, uh, Kevin Rogers, he was, uh, my, he was also uh, one of my coaches at the youth level from uh, 13U and 14U, and he also was my offensive coordinator uh, my senior year of high school. And, like, with those two guys, it was just always, like, instilling confidence and, like, always making sure I was, like, in the right frame of mind because uh, I always had the talent, whether it was raw or, like, natural. It was just sometimes I couldn't uh, always put it together because I was always in my head sometimes. Yeah. And, and, and going off that, um, you know, being a student athlete, you have so much going on. And especially when you're in a game, how do you really manage that uh, the mental aspect, right, and, and actually blocking out the noise and stuff that you hear when you're in the game? Uh, what, what is something or what are your strategies that you've used that's helped you, um, especially when you're in the game? Uh, like with, with pregame distractions, uh, I kind of just like zone it out by like uh, just staying like staying present in that moment, like right. never uh, letting a moment get too big or too low and just like riding that wave or just locked in and just staying cool, calm and collected. That's yep. how I always carry myself in like uh, real life, too, so. It's a great way to put it. And it's a great perspective to have on life to be able to actually maintain your composure in anything you're doing. Um, have you noticed a lot of support, you know, from your family or even friends or fans um, as you've gone throughout your journey so far? You know, what does that support look like for you? Uh, mainly my uh, immediate family from like my parents. That's like where the most support comes from. And then like uh, the two coaches that I mentioned before and also uh I have two like mentors that I like call my uncle and sometimes my second parents like and uh, Darnell Hall. He uh, that name might ring a bell for some people. He was a, a Olympic gold medalist. He uh, ran on a four by four hundred relay team that won gold uh, back yep. in the eighties. Awesome. And then uh, Chris Huff. Uh, those like those two guys like no matter like the time of day, no matter like when it is or like uh, how low I like low, how low of uh, a space I am in, like I could always like call count on them and like uh, call on them when I need something and that yeah. sort. That's incredible. And, you know, going off that, that they've given you so much help and kind of given a helping hand to you and really teaching you the ropes of everything that you're learning, being a student athlete, um, being able to play at the division one level and kind of being, you know, seeing your community back home in Detroit. How does, what does that community support look like? And how do you, do you have plans um, on giving back to your community and, and really helping them out as you continue to, to succeed in your career? Yeah. So like, uh, 
it like with any athlete in Detroit, like you got the whole city like behind you, like no matter what sport it is, like uh, everybody in Detroit wants to see the athletes like make it out and like do something better. So like uh, I do feel like I'll like give back to my community in Detroit because like there's like various programs and like different people that like had a hand in like to where I'm at today and like where I'm going uh, to in the future. So giving back is definitely something that's going to be like huge for me. I love it. And, that, and that's just so incredible to be able to have, you know, that that voice to to do that. Right. And to be able to, to actually have that, um, you know, platform to give back and be able to do great things for the community. Um, I know you just said you got back from, from academics and, and school and you're still balancing everything out, being a student athlete. What does that routine look like, you know, both in season and even off season for you being a student athlete at CMU? Uh, so right now, uh, right now in the off season, uh, I kind of I got a routine of like getting up at five thirty every morning. Uh, I'm in our first live group that starts at seven, so like I'll go in the building, I knock out a few like homework assignments for the week, uh, get some treatment in, and like basically just get my mind ready for like the uh, the workout that morning. And then like uh, from the from the workout, I'm straight to uh, academics to like get some more work done. That way, like I'm I'm ahead and not like always falling behind uh, with stuff. And like with me, most of my classes are online. So like uh I got most of my days to myself. So I like That's find awesome. some time to like get an extra lift or like uh go to like one of the other like sporting events around campus. I love it. I and mean, has there been any memorable moments in your career so far at CMU that you look back on and you're just grateful to have had that experience, you know, whether it's been any, you know, plays that are really memorable for you or anything that you can really just you know, off the top of your head, think of that it's been, um, you know, something that's been a great experience, you know, for you as uh, an athlete there. Um, since I've been here, like, every day has just, like, been, like, been really great. But uh, one moment that really, like, sticks out was uh, last year against Western Michigan. Uh, well, not last year, but uh, 2021. Uh, it was, like, the, the first time we beat uh, Western in, like, 10 years and kind of got the, uh, the victory cannon back. And like I also, that was also like my uh, first start of the season, and like I kind of, uh, it was like basically my coming out party of the season. Like I had a game, I had six tackles, I had a forced fumble, and stuff like that. So that was like one of my best memories. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I'm sure you've been able to build such a strong bond with your teammates. Has there been any you know funny stories or anything that you could share that's um, that's been just something that really sticks out to you with your teammates as you guys have kind of grown that bond over these past couple of years? Uh, every day is just something new. Like I got, we got a team full of, of, of like characters and like funny people. So like it's it's always something going on. It's not That's like great. I ain't got no favorite story, but it's every day is just something new to look forward to because of how the guys are in the locker room. That's awesome. And it, and it probably gives you guys such a great team culture, right? And I think that's so important as you continue to get to the next level, you want to be able to have that culture you can build off of and allows you to be excited for it every day. Um, and right. I think that's something that's special to have. Yeah, like it's like here at Central Michigan, it's like it's a special place to be, not only like with the locker room, but like uh, everyone around campus, like even with other sports, like faculty members, like other students. It's right. like a family atmosphere. So like every like you could get help with almost anything you need help with, no matter what it is, because that's the environment up here and the culture of like the campus. Right. That's awesome. And has there been any specific skills that you've learned in your time there, whether it's been from your teammates, your classes or coaches, any skills that you've really taken away uh, that, that you have that help you to this day? Really? Uh, just like more. I learned 
like a lot more about like self-awareness is like self-management because uh, I'm a guy that like struggle with uh, depression from time to time. So like uh, just knowing like it's okay to like talk about it and like get help. Like that's been like one of the biggest things that I've learned being here. Absolutely. And that's a huge topic that's so important is, is mental health awareness. Right. And so what is, what's helped you the most or do you, you know, how are you an advocate and really raising that awareness that it is okay to ask for help? And um, how does, how do you manage your, uh, your mental health on a day-to-day basis? Uh, I actually like, I see a therapist twice a week and like uh, we'll talk from like, whether it's like 30 minutes to like an hour, like sometimes longer than that, it'll right. basically like just like reflecting, like reflecting a week, and like what's been happening and stuff like that, like just to make sure I'm like always in that like positive frame of mind. Like something that I try to live by is like positive vibes only. I love like it. that way. Like uh, I'm never like too low or like get too low. Absolutely, and I, and that's so crucial to be able to to have someone to speak with that can help in that aspect. And I think it doesn't matter what what industry you're in, if you're an athlete or non-athlete, you know, it, it is so crucial to take mental your mental health serious, right? You have to train your, your mental you know, health as just as much as you train your physical health. Um, and having that balance is, is so critical. Um, switching gears a little bit into your passions outside of football. Have there been any, you know, what are some of your key passions or maybe even business ventures that you're looking to start or have started um, that, that you really uh, love, love to do? Uh, so me, like I'm, like, I'm real passionate about like giving back, like giving back to the next person. So, uh, one thing that I really want to do, like after I'm done with uh, football, is I want to go back to, into coaching. That way, I could like pay forward to the next generation. That's awesome. And and have you taken um, any steps of, of learning, um, whether it's been from your coaches or former coaches, of, of really you know anything that you've learned that you want to you know really take away to to use and utilize if you, if you're going to be a coach. Uh, like one of the one of the biggest things that like I take away from like e- each coach that like I come in, uh in contact with is basically like uh like bet culture building. That's like uh you can't you can't do anything without a solid culture and like solid foundation. So that's the start of everything. I just like uh take bits and pieces to like how I want to have a program and right. go from there. Is there any specific level you would like to coach at? You know after let's say you had a successful career in the NFL and now you're retired and you want to go back to coach. Is there any, you know, specific level, whether, you know, it's, it's the youth level or a high school or a collegiate um, uh, that you're passionate about coaching? Collegiate level. That's like what I'm actually like eager toward, but uh, I do want to start off at the high school or youth level. Like if I have the opportunity, but uh, I really want to be a college offensive coordinator. I love it. I love it. And you're, you're on the right path to get there as, as you're going throughout your career and, and even after. Um, what, what does your vision look like so far? How many more years of eligibility do you have at CMU? And are you looking to really take that to the next level, you know, entering the NFL? Uh, I have two more. Uh, I'm actually, like, don't quote me on this, but uh, in God's hands, like, I'm trying to have a season to where, like, I don't have to spend two more seasons and, like, try to, like, get this year done. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. Well, we're wishing you, you know, all the success possible to be able to do that and get to that next level, being into the NFL. Um, you know, going into you know important factor that's that's happened, you know, since you being as a student athlete in your career so far, the NIL and, and that really coming into fruition uh, the summer of 2021. What was your thoughts when you saw that happen? That's allowing for student athletes like yourself 
to actually go out, find these brands, monetize your NIL, you know, get closer with fans and, and really raise more awareness about yourself? Uh, like my, my original thoughts was just like going out to like put on a show to make sure like my product matches what the business wants and like to make sure I'm worthy of that paycheck or whatever, even though like uh, NIL has never like been like a big thing with me. Like, uh, I just want to put in the work and like get to the next level and like pay it forward to the next generation, like I said, but. Yep, absolutely. And, and kind of seeing with, you know, what we're doing to helping athletes like yourself at Burst, um, and as well as you were one of that 20 athletes that went live with your portfolio last month on Virtual Stacks, our partner platform. What were those, you know, what was your initial reaction to that, you know, seeing that you could actually generate revenue from that um, and be able to to pay that forward and, and really helping your fans get closer with you on that level? Man, I, I was excited. Like, it was, it was a great experience. Like, uh. I, I can't even like imagine it. like I was just waking up every day like just talking about it with different people and like just seeing awesome. like, what they thought and stuff like that but like it was it was a great experience that I really enjoyed I love it I love it and, and that's just the beginning you know we have your secondary sales opening up Friday and you know this is a big year for Burst as we continue to get help more of our athletes um, and athletes across the nation right to be able to, to go and get their foot in the door in this web three sports industry um, what are some of your big goals this year as we're into 2023 now, halfway through January? What are some goals that you have for yourself, um, whether it's uh, business related or, or as an athlete or just as an individual? As uh, as an individual, I want to like stay consistent to the routine that I, uh, I currently just started like at the start of this year. Uh, as an athlete, I just want to like I want to like be a consistent leader. Uh, I want to go all conference this year, win conference defensive player of the year and uh, be an All-American. I love it. That's all, all great goals. And, and you're on the right track to be able to accomplish those. And now for the fans and, and the youth and the people in our audience that are watching this podcast, what are some, you know, what's, what are three key lessons or things that you've experienced that have really helped you the most throughout your career that you would pass down to this next generation to help them out? Uh, like never, like never, like look for anybody else's validation. That's the that's the biggest thing. Cause like sometimes I did get caught in trying to uh please other people instead of pleasing myself in the moment. Cause like at the end of the day, like uh, even though you're trying to like make it for some people, like you win it for yourself. Right, I love it. Anyway, what about the other two things? Other two lessons uh, that really helped you out? Two other things, like just like stay like stay true to who you are. Like, you ain't got to change for nobody. Like, you ain't got to go out and party just because our teammates are doing it. Like, if you if you a square, like, it ain't, it ain't nothing wrong with being a square. And then, uh, lastly, uh, just, like, creating a routine and, like, stand, being consistent with it. It's like, your routine going to take you a long way in uh, college athletics because it, it, like, it keeps you uh, accountable to yourself and, like, accountable to all the other things that you're uh, there in college to do. Absolutely. No, those are all great pieces of advice. And just to recap that, Tyrese, you said, number one, never look for anyone else's validation. Uh, two, always stay true to yourself. And three, you know, create a routine and be consistent. And I think you are definitely a living example of doing all three of those lessons and I'm able to apply it to your life. Um, and I hope that the uh, people in our audience can understand that and apply it in their own way that can help them as everyone's on their own unique path and in, in their life journey. So Tyrese Woods Jr. here, we really appreciate you for being on our episode. Please go follow him all over social media and stay tuned for his another great season coming up uh, next fall.
Thanks for having me. Like, I'm really excited for this this drop this week. Like, uh, it's coming a day before my birthday, so I'm like real excited. <laughs> That's awesome. His birthday's coming up, so happy early birthday to you, Tyrese. Thank you. I appreciate it.